everybody welcome to today's show I am Marissa Roberts from beautifullyorganized.com where I show other families how to have a simpler easier life uh, as a family I'm a big fan of living a calm and organized life and just enjoying your days and having time for the fun stuff as well as the stuff that you have to do uh, so that's a little bit of background about me and we are doing a live weekly show every Monday at 1 p.m. Sydney time if each week what I'm gonna do is pick a question that somebody has sent in and answer it live on the show and if you're watching live with me you can ask any questions below that are about that topic and I'll try and get to those as well um, I do get a little bit distracted trying to keep on top of everything on Periscope so if I miss your question then you can ask it at the end we'll have some extra Q&A time but yeah basically that's how we run it I just pick a question to answer every week answer that question and yeah if you're live great and if not I'll have the replay up for you so today's question comes in from Lynn who is expecting baby number two. Congratulations, Lynn. Um, and she wrote in and said, look, do you have any advice on how to make the transition from one child to two children a little bit easier? How do you deal with the overwhelm that comes from going from one child to two? So I actually have uh, 10 tips that I want to share with you today. And I want to cover it in two different focuses. I've even got notes so I don't forget. Uh, the first focus is I want to share with you some things that are going to make it easier um, for your older child when you bring a new baby home with you um, and that's mainly because the biggest issue I find for parents when they bring a new baby home is jealousy of the older sibling you know their life has changed in a huge way all of a sudden they've had no control over what's been happening and the fact that their life is different they've had you also themselves all of their lives and you've basically said to them now hey we're getting a new brother or sister isn't that exciting you know your world's gonna change forever and you've got no choice about it <laughs> so that's quite hard for children so I want to make sure that you know we cover it from their perspective because that's going to make it easier on you if they are happy with their transition as well the other points I'm going to do are basic day-to-day -day tips to make life easier for you as a parent so actual how do you go about the day-to-day -day living with two kids instead of one tip number one the first thing I'm going to say is if you have to make any big changes don't make them right before the baby is due okay so when you're thinking of for example if the older child needs to change bedrooms or if you need to do toilet training or if there's a big change in your routine try not to do that right at the end of your pregnancy if you can do it three or four months out towards the end of the pregnancy that would be much better and if you're going to bring a change into the family try not to say it's because of the new baby so instead you could say it's a reward or a celebration for something they've done as being you know a big girl or a big boy okay so our example for that Sophie changed rooms just before Georgia was born um, we have three rooms in our house and they're basically side by side so we have our room then what was the baby's room and then the older child's room so we had to move Sophie from that room to that room um, and the way we did it was really more a celebration of her growing up and being a big girl we didn't actually mention the baby at all we just talked about how exciting it was now that she was grown up and got to have a big girl bedroom the next tip if you are worried about sibling jealousy one of the easiest ways that you can get around that is to do the old <laughs> present for the older child from the baby trick so what we did ourselves is when I was in hospital after I had Georgia, Sophie came in to visit and we had a little present there waiting for her that Georgia had um, 
organized for her to get. It was kind of like a, hey, you're a big sister. How exciting. You get a present. It's just a little book. It was just a token gift, but it worked really, really well because um, it was a good first impression. So the next one, oh, this worked really well. Okay, so I find one of the things that older children really struggle with when there's a new baby in the home is the fact that the baby is often in their mum's arms and they used to be the person that was cuddled a lot and held a lot and you know it was really the center of attention so it can be quite tough for the older child to see the mother in particular parents in general but the mother in particular it's very hard to see that mum holding a new baby all the time so when you're talking about feeding and snuggling and resting and changing and spending all your time with the new baby that's a really big change and that can be quite negative for some older children. So one thing I would do if you have the ability to do so, if your older child comes to visit you in, or in, and you're in hospital or your older child you know, wants to be in the same room with you, then if you have any opportunity to kind of give the baby to somebody else to cuddle for a while, and there's usually no shortage of those people when you have a new baby, if you can hand the baby over to somebody else to give them a cuddle for a while or help out with a feed or anything like that, and then your arms are available to you know, have a bit of a cuddle with the older child, that makes a really big difference. It sends a really big message to them to say that you still are physically available for them as well as the new one. The next tip is to include them in the day-to-day -day stuff. So make sure that nappies, for example, are in a place where your older child can reach them for you. And you can say, oh, can you help mummy, please? We need a nappy. Can you bring that over? Uh, I guess even if you're in the US, you would say diaper instead of nappy. Um, but that's what I mean. Um, wipes, anything that's not dangerous for the older child to handle, but is within their reach and is safe for them to use. If you can incorporate them into the everyday life then that helps out a lot because they're useful they're not a child who's been discarded for a new one they're somebody who's helping and contributing to the family the next one is oh this was a big one okay so when we first brought the baby home one of the things we struggled with was the fact that her sister was very excited to see her but expected her to be able to play properly straight away so she wanted to smother her in kisses and cuddles and she wanted to you know, pick her up and take her places. And I wasn't comfy with that at all. I had a two-year-old and a newborn. I didn't think picking up at that age was, you know, relatively safe. So one of the things that we did was try and distract from wanting to, say, grab the baby's face and kiss her, things like that. We just used a simple line. We just kept saying that babies love their toes tickled. And so the first moments of interaction that were consistent between our older child and our younger child was a lot of just kind of snuggling up next to mum or next to dad, whoever had the baby, and tickling the baby's toes. And that really formed quite a bond without it needing to be a big thing. The last thing that I think helped a lot with potential jealousy of siblings is this amazing book that my friend let me uh, borrow, <laughs> although it's been four years and I haven't given it back yet. Sorry, Ange. We have a book called There's a House Inside My Mummy and the story is all about how the mum has a baby in her tummy and the baby's growing up and it's a baby for the whole family um, to get excited about. Um, and it basically ran through what to expect in, uh, in a child's terms or terminology so that it wasn't a surprise when the baby was born. It was something that everybody read together and shared in the experience and it was really valuable that way and helped a lot. I've got three, four, oh, five. I've got five more tips that I want to share with you that are more geared towards making day-to-day -day life easier for you as a parent or a mother. First thing I want to say is 
get ready for the fact that uh, your older child will seem needier. They may regress as far as milestones. They may want to be more of a baby again because all your, all, a lot of your attention is now on the new baby. Don't worry if that happens. It's actually quite normal. Um, one thing to get around that is to really look at the time that you spend together and make it as snuggly as possible, you know. Um, it's hard when you've got a new baby because there's a lot of physical connection going on there anyway. But, you know, even if playtime together is uh, reading together or doing a puzzle together, just next to each other, drawing or colouring in, pretty much anything that you could do if you were sitting side by side even or even if you had the baby in one arm and you needed to keep the other child entertained, those sorts of things you can do without getting overwhelmed. So that sort of entertainment option is the first I would go for. The next one is a very big cliche and a lot of you are going to hate me saying it, but it's this. Get some rest when you can, even with two children at home. It's not easy to do, especially with a new baby, but in that first few weeks where they sleep a lot, try and make the most of that. So, for example, one way that we did it, I actually, I struggled a lot in the morning, struggled a lot in the afternoon. What worked best for me was just saying, you know what, after lunch is, is rest time. You know, like they do in schools, preschools. We would say after lunch, it's mandatory rest time. Our baby would go down for a nap and the older child would have a rest with mum and we would literally use that time of the day to lounge around on the lounges and watch a movie or TV shows or something like that. Um, I picked movies and TV shows over reading at that point because even just sitting there and reading a book, you know, I needed a bit of time to zonk out. <laughs> You've got two kids under five or two kids under three at that point. You do need a bit of a time to rest for you as well, even if you're looking after the older child while the other one is sleeping. Okay, uh, going out and about. Okay, if you're running errands or you have to leave the house, it can feel really overwhelming when you have a newborn and a toddler. The best advice I can give to you there is if you can avoid it, avoid it. But if you are getting cabin fever and you really need to get out of the house and you really do want to get out and about, then the best time I found for us was to do it at around 10 a.m. and only stay out for a couple of hours at the most. We kept our out and about excursions to really simple things like popping down and getting a couple of groceries, um, making sure we went to a shopping center that also had a bit of a kid's play area where I could feed the baby if I needed to and the other child could play and I could see them. You know, little things like that. We didn't really go more than five or ten minutes away from home. And I would pack bottles for the baby and a simple lunch for the two of us plus drinks so that if I ended up out later than I thought I was going to be, we weren't rushing home to get food and I wasn't driving with, you know, cranky crying kids in the car. So yeah, morning outings worked best there. Always leave the house when the kids have full tummies. That was a lifesaver, right? So if you're, let's say they always eat like morning snack at uh, 9.30 in the morning, I would never go out at 9 a.m. I'd give them the morning snack at 9.30 and then we'd leave the house at 9.45 or 10 a.m. As soon as they finished eating was pretty much get them in the car and go because full tummies equal happy children. I've got two more tips that I'm going to share. Okay, one might be a little bit controversial. When I've mentioned it before on the blog, I've had some people say to me, look, you know, it's too structured and other people say, look, that really worked well for us. So I'm just going to tell you now. And if it works for you, great. And if it doesn't, it, that's okay too. I like structure. I like routine. I like having a gentle rhythm to the day so that there's no surprises or winging it. I like to feel like the day kind of flows the same way every day so that I can handle it, especially when you've got a newborn and a toddler, right? Because there's already so much that you're doing. So for me, I was a book mum. 
I loved those parenting books that literally told you what to do. Um, and specifically, I love Gina Ford books because she had hour by hour routines to follow. So if you're a mum who isn't comfortable winging it or gets so much advice she doesn't know which way to go with or you just need something written down in a lot of detail then Gina Ford is awesome for that stuff. Um, those of you who are book mums like I am will already have heard about Gina Ford and her book Contented Little Baby. When it comes to having a baby and a toddler she has an awesome book called The Baby and Toddler Book by Gina Ford and basically that walks you through routines of when you can feed and put down for a nap and do changing and do cooking and do playing with the toddler basically encompasses the whole of your family life together and gives you a structure for the day on how to handle having a toddler and a baby at the same time and it was gold for me i loved it okay and the last thing that i want to share with you on how to make bringing home baby number two a little bit easier is this one my biggest stress when i first brought the kids home was wondering about overnight you know that feeling where you think okay I'm having a new baby they're gonna wake up two three times a night wanting a feed how do they wake up they wake up crying right so you hear them cry you get up you feed them my biggest worry was oh the baby's gonna wake up my older child who finally sleeps through the night and then I'm gonna have a baby to feed and a toddler to console and put down again at the same time how am I gonna manage that multiple times a night you know what never happened not once not once kids are such deep sleepers every time the baby cried our eldest just slept through okay now there might be exceptions of course in every family things are different if they're sharing a room ours weren't sharing a room so that was easier for us if they are sharing a room there's you know there's a chance that they make up might wake up once in a while but from all the things that I've heard about lots of different mums kids that share rooms kids that are in different rooms I've asked so many parents and they, they all say the same thing if a child is sleeping deeply the baby crying doesn't wake them up so you can rest assured that that's not going to be a huge issue for you and you know what the first couple of months you're most likely going to have the baby with you in your room anyway so you're going to hear the baby faster you won't have the toddler in the same room with you and yeah they won't wake up so yeah just believe me it is easier than it sounds so we've gone through I think that was 10 or 11 tips on how to make bringing home baby number two easier on the older child and on you as a parent I hope that that's helped to all the other mums out there who are having new babies and are due any day now I want to say congratulations to you too you can do this you're an awesome parent just do the things that feel right intuitively to you if you need help ask for help if you're a book mum like I was get a book and follow it just do what makes you feel more relaxed and more calm right at the end of the day it doesn't matter how you parent or what you do every day is a fresh start everyone does things differently if any of these tips have helped you out that's great and yeah i would love to see you in future shows remember we do a live weekly show on periscope every monday at 1 p.m all about family life and parenting and making life easier for families so if you're interested in that make sure that sydney time you're here mondays at 1 p.m and you can follow along with that and if you have a question that you want answered on the show then just email it straight to me all right that's it i'm gonna say goodbye thank you for joining me i will see you in the next video